Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 282 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us as we continue and conclude today, I think, our study of the uh, General Conference talks from last weekend, uh, from the October 2020 General Conference that is, and we're looking at the Sunday afternoon session. I haven't covered the women's session. I haven't seen it myself. However, I've heard it was also equally uh, incredible. Uh, and so I, I do recommend people to uh, have a listen to that if they haven't had a chance already. Um, so Sunday afternoon, President Iring gets up and he speaks about difficult days ahead. Um, you know, it seems to be a regular theme that I've noticed. Uh, I asked um, yesterday uh, for people to share their regular themes that they spotted. And there were some very similar ones coming up, but some, you know, that were not quite as obvious to me, which is interesting because, of course, we all sense what we need to know and what we need to look out for. And um, this was certainly one which certainly came up a lot for me was preparing and and persevering through trials. President Iring spoke about a number of things, uh, including the fact that we we accepted the invitation to be tested that God is able to make our way easier. For example, if he fed manna to the children of Israel, uh, we could only grow in spiritual cleanliness through trials. I thought that uh, that was interesting. And then he uh, talked about the experience of, well, before that, he talked about the experience of pulling out weeds when he was younger with his mother and his uh, brother, uh, how they were much more proficient at it in, with the clay-like soil that they had in New, New Jersey. Uh, but pulling out weeds from this soil without leaving the roots in the ground was very difficult. Uh, and, you know, in life, uh, we have to make sure that those roots are pulled out and that it's through difficulty and effort that we that we do that. Um, trial, he talked about his mother and how trials can polish us a little more just like um, they did for her. So uh, that was a, a wonderful uh, talk. A really, a lot of really important thoughts came from it. Again, thinking about how, you know, obviously we've had a lot of trials over the past six or so months. Um and it seems like that we are in for some more. That's certainly what I got from it. And so that was uh, important. Elder Jeff, Jeremy R. Jaggy. Now, he he was uh, mentioned uh, in as one of the favourite talks in the study group. And I'll be mentioning that in our comments uh, section on Monday. But um, I also thought it was a really good talk, really insightful and had a real impact. He talked about the year of 2020 and how the, it was going to be the, the year for their family. Uh, they were going to count it all joy. Uh, and if I remember uh, correctly, he was the individual that lost his youngest brother recently for, to, to cancer. And so, of course, um, this year was going to be a year of great change and great joy. But of course, it came and it has been a, a great year in the sense of the events that have happened. You, you know how we talk about the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Well, you know, if you want to describe it as great in that sense, I suppose 2020 has been great, but it's certainly not been a joyful one uh, in some ways. Um, but he talked about patience and about how, you know, we don't ha- we don't own the timetable of our lives. The Lord does. Uh, and so, you know, I think that that was a really important talk because it helps us understand that even though... Um, we want we might have plans for ourselves in a coming year the lord will have different ones enoch and i loved this enoch walked with god for 365 years and then and only then were he and zion translated they also had to wait a long time Uh, and so i think for us you know getting the eternal perspective of one 
one year, probably even maybe even more um, on having to work with a pandemic uh, is a bit different. Uh, Elder Gary E. Stevenson uh, spoke about not being able to attend an area conference. And again, interestingly, um, you know, the first impression I got from this was, you know, how we may have a timetable for ourselves, we may have a plan for ourselves, and yet we may encounter disappointments. And so Elder Stevenson spoke about how when he was a missionary, he, he, he and his companion were excited to go to an area conference in Japan where President Spencer W. Kimball would be attending. Um, it turned out that he and his companion were not able to go, but everyone else pretty much was. <laughs> it sounds like all the members went and everything like that. And they went and they announced a temple uh, in Japan, which was obviously a huge um, historical event. And yet he and his companion were stuck uh, in their area. Um, and it was a heartbreaking disappointment for him at the time. But then, of course, he says that his disappointment is nothing compared to the missions that have been cut short by the pandemic, the bereavements that have happened, the funerals that people have missed, and many, many more things. Um, but our prophet has prepared a way so that we, you know, can be helped through these disappointments. And so and he talked about the family going to the temple at 2 a.m., so that their daughter could get, go and take her endowment just before her, her flight set off for her mission uh, after it had been closed due to the pandemic. But what was interesting that I picked up from it was that there was a family waiting just after that family to go in and do the same as well. And so clearly, you know, it, it's the temple is somewhere where we need to be as soon as we can um, when that is possible. Elder Milton de Rojo Carmango, I think, uh, he talked about the feeling of the spirit and how we don't always feel it uh, as a strong burning in the bosom, but we need to try and feel how we perceive the spirit uh, regularly. Out of Dale G. Renlund, I loved his talk. Um, without the saviour, we would never be enough. I mean, that seems like a very depressing start, but it's true. Uh, without the saviour, we would never be enough. And he picks out three things from the book of Micah, I think, or from Micah who um, says that we need to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly. And if we do those things and then seek to repent uh, of what we do wrong, then we don't need to fear. We don't need to be paralyzed over past things that we've done and that we have repented of. We need to simply do justly, do justly, so do the right thing, or try and do the right thing. Love mercy, so be merciful to others, and then God will be merciful to us. And walk humbly, recognizing that the Savior is important in our lives he uh, told the experience of a doctor who was uh, dr jones um, who judged a, a person who had come into hospital with alcohol related um, conditions and they they became angry because they didn't they had such a huge workload already then this person was added to their list they commented that you know this person should should just have to deal with it because they've done it to themselves basically but then she very quickly learned that this mercy was important that no matter how this person has done it, her job was to be a physician, not a judge. Um, I thought that was a lovely uh, experience, which you know I need to be more patient and, and, and less judge judging of not necessarily others, but perhaps maybe my children. I think that you know they do something wrong, and I, I perhaps can get a little short tempered with that. Uh, and I think many of us can. And uh, so it just made me think about how I need to change and become more patient and merciful if I want that mercy in my life, and I definitely need it. Uh, Elder Johnson, Kelly R. Johnson. Um, oh, yes, this is the individual that, that spoke about power 
and about how we can use power in our lives. But this power comes through our faith. If we don't have faith, then we're not able to to utilize that power. And he talked about the microwave oven, which his daughter had set to 30 minutes to cook rather than on a timer. And that that, um, symbolized, I guess, us, uh, if we do not have uh, the faith inside us to use that power. And then finally, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland. Now, you know, many of us love Elder Jeffrey R. Holland's talks. And this one was no different. Um, my pen actually ran out during it, which was frustrating towards the end, but I got a, a large chunk of it written down. Uh, I tried to find another one, but that second pen ran out as well. And, you know, by the end of it, it was, the talk was done anyway. So I got most of it. But basically, um, you know, hardships, again, we may wait a long time for hardships to be lifted. There's a huge list of hardships that we may be going through at this time, whether it's related to the pandemic or not. He listed, you know, half a dozen at least uh, different afflictions that people have to deal with in day-to-day life um, that are huge and monumental. And then we may look to the Lord and say, shouldn't he be parting the Red Sea for us? Shouldn't he be sending the seagulls as they did in the um, the last dispensation when the, the crickets came and started eating the crops in the Salt Lake Valley? But in, indeed, there are, and, they, and there are glorious miracles. You know, we hear in the Enzyme, we hear from other members and other places and other people of other faiths of great miracles that happen. Um, you know, and we may look to those miracles and say, well, you know, for example, you know, well, there's loads of examples basically, but yeah, shouldn't we have that miracle if they've had that miracle? But of course, that for as many miracles that happen, there are also many times where there are miracles. There are times where people do have to endure that suffering. Um, he made a joke about Happy Meal and I completely, like, I've forgotten what it was about. I just wrote down a Happy Meal joke. It's such a dad, dad joke. Um, I think, it, oh, it was talking about Elijah. It was talking about Elijah and he went through, you know, great miracles and great, wonderful, miraculous experience, experiences. But then there was also times that he had to suffer through trials and, and adversity. And you look at the experiences of Elijah. There was just so much there. He prophesied a famine, but then he himself had to live through that famine. And he was brought uh, a meagre meal by in, by raven's talons of just small pieces of things that he could eat. And then, of course, he made the joke that that wasn't a happy meal. Um, life cannot be faith-filled and, and stress-free. Um, you know, he talked about how we need to have faith, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to have stress still. Uh, and, that these exp- and these experiences are what made God divine. We can't look up to God and say, take everything away but please let me into that, into the celestial kingdom and become like thee. It's through these experiences that our Heavenly Father became what he is. Uh, and so I think that was a really insightful comment. Uh, Christianity is comforting, but not comfortable. In his own Elder Holland way, he start, he says some very quotable uh, sentences, but basically that our trials, they are they make us what we are. And I guess when I look back on the trials and the things that I've had to work with, um, they are what they've made me today. Um, you know, I had a very difficult year in my first year of teaching with having a daughter who then was hospitalized and we nearly lost her and uh, having an, NQ, uh, an NQT mentor, which basically in the UK is a teacher who is given the assignment to look after a, the, me as a new teacher and train me and coach me and stuff. They left, not because of me, I'd like to add, but they left very soon into my NQT year in very unceremonious circumstances from the school. And, um, I think, you know, and I, I was teaching in a year where there was lots of big high stakes tests at the end of that year. 
And so I kind of had to leave that year. And there's just all sorts of things that happened. Couldn't list them right now, especially as I'm, you know, nearly 12 minutes into my time. But all those things led me to the teacher I am today. And I feel that, you know, there's lots of things that I've learned from that. And the same is the case with this pandemic. Right now, we wish it will go away. And we obviously wish it will go away very quickly. Um, but when we look back, we may find that there are things we have learned, experiences that we will remember and preserve and qualities that we've developed uh, and practices that we have that we have gained from it. Uh, I think that there are some things that I've learned that we can do with technology, which are wonderful and brilliant. And I will be looking to use that in future, you know, being able to meet with someone that is so far away or, it'll be, you know, it's more tedious to meet in person if it can be done online then I know how to do it now. And I would never have known how to do that before. Uh, and so, and the world has learned that together. So Helder Holland's talk was a great example of how, you know, we need to go through these trials. And I loved how Elder Bethnard talked about the testing times being, you know, ways we can prove ourselves. Elder Uchtdorf talked about how, talked about how trials can be a way that we improve things. Elder Holland basically said that trials, frankly, we just need them. <laughs> they need to be here. And they are hard, they are difficult, but we will get through them um, in time. And I think that that was important. Anyway, then, of course, President Nelson spoke. He introduced six new temples and it was a wonderful end to the session. Thank you very much for listening today. Uh, kind of gone over quite a bit over today, but I wanted to get this done. And then we can finish off the Come Follow Me study for this week in the last few days of the week. And then we'll be ready to move on to next week, back to our Come Follow Me schedule. Thank you for listening. Please join the Facebook group, usual place, and email, the usual email, if you're interested in joining in a, in a future podcast episode. Message me on Facebook if you wish to do that, whatever way you want to get in contact. Thank you for your time, and until we meet again. <laughs>